The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is a very special once-in-a-lifetime episode today. And the reason is because I'm going to be updating you guys on all things wedding. I am recording this episode 10 days before my wedding, and you guys are listening to this on its release day, which is only three days before my wedding. So you can imagine that this might be a busy time with lots of things going on. And I have a lot of my Missing Link members and social media followers asking me for updates. They want to know all the details. So I decided that I'm going to take you through the entire day of what I am anticipating will happen on my wedding day. Of course, there's always things that will pop up and I'm fully expecting that, but I want to give you a glimpse at what my fiance and I have been planning for all of our guests. So I'm going to start at the very beginning, which is getting ready. I am going to be getting ready at my parents' house, which is actually where the wedding, all of parts of the wedding is going to take place. We're going to have a ceremony, cocktail hour, and reception, and it's all at my parents' house. They have a beautiful home inside and out. So that is where myself and the bridesmaids will be getting ready. So we have a makeup artist who is coming to us and we have two hairstylists who will be coming to us as well. So We don't have to go anywhere. Everyone's coming to us, which is really nice and also feels a little luxurious. And my fiance is going to be getting ready with his groomsmen at our house that we just recently purchased back in July, and we moved in at the end of August. So it's still a newer house to us, which is really exciting. So he'll be getting ready with his groomsmen here. And it is so funny to me, the little amount of time that men need to get ready compared to women. My bridesmaids and I need to start getting ready at 9 a.m. for a 4.30 p.m. wedding. Granted, we are doing a first look photo and some photos before, but we have to start getting ready at 9 a.m. And I asked my fiance today when he is going to ask his groomsmen to come over, and he said 12 o'clock. Our photographer is coming at 1, and so that only gives them one hour. And he was saying that they probably won't start actually getting ready until 12.45. So... My mind is blown just at how much more work there is to do for all of the women in the wedding party. But once we are ready, we are going to do a first look photo. I have hemmed and hawed about this over and over again, but at the end of the day, I really don't like the center of attention being on me, which I know that's going to happen. It is my wedding day. So of course, lots of eyeballs are going to be on me, but I really want to have a moment with my fiance before everyone gets there where we can just truly appreciate the day as it has been so far. 
And I think one of the best ways to capture the excitement is going to be if we're more secluded and not having a ton of people watching us. So we're going to do a first look photo. I'm not sure where yet. My parents live in the country. So there's lots of different sceneries that we could choose from. There's a big willow tree. There's pine trees in their backyard. There's fields. There's beautiful rocks. So I'm not sure where we'll be, but we are going to do a first look photo. And my plan is to do as many photos before the ceremony as possible, because I really want to enjoy the rest of the day. I have been part of weddings in the past where all of the photos have been taken after the ceremony and you miss the entire cocktail hour. So after we do the first look photos, we're going to do all of the bridesmaid photos, all of the groomsmen, the whole wedding party. And if there's time, this might be too ambitious of me, but if there's time, I would love to even do some of the family photos in that time before the ceremony. So we're going to leave about two and a half hours prior to the ceremony for photos. I don't know if that's realistic to do all of them in that time, but I'm excited to get excited for the day without everyone watching me and loosen up a little bit because I'm sure I'm going to be super nervous. Okay, so let's get back to the day of. So we are done getting ready. We took our first look photos and all the wedding party photos, hopefully family photos. Now the guests start to arrive. So the first thing that the guests will see once they arrive is a champagne wall. This is a wooden wall that is covered in beautiful greenery, and it has 100 slots for champagne glasses, and each glass will be filled with champagne. So they'll come up and they'll hear beautiful music playing from a quartet. They'll grab a glass of champagne and go find their seat in my parents' front yard. We are going to have white chairs on the lawn facing my parents' porch. Again, their house is just so beautiful. They have a bunch of flowers everywhere. They have been fixing up their house a lot this past summer because they knew it was going to be a central point for the wedding. So there's essentially a brand new porch floor. They beefed up the columns that are on the porch to make them bigger and repainted them. My dad made an entire new front stone steps to go on the porch. So it looks gorgeous. So everyone's going to be facing the porch. And once everyone arrives, the quartet will continue playing music. It's going to be a mix of some classical music, but also some more modern songs. I really love Bruno Mars and he has the song Marry Me, I believe. So they're going to play that. They're going to play a good mix of lots of genres. And eventually my bridesmaids will then walk down the aisle. They are wearing a dark sage green color. It is called moss green, kind of like a dark sage or a light olive green. I think it's beautiful. And I didn't realize how much I actually liked this color until I started decorating my new home. I am picking so many things that are the color of their dresses. So clearly I like this color and their dresses are all satin, which I think looks so beautiful. We still have to figure out who's going to be walking down the aisle and when, like what order everyone is going to be in and therefore what order they will be standing next to me up at the front of the aisle. But we'll get to that in a few days. The flowers that the bridesmaids will be holding and also just the flowers for the whole day 
are going to be a mix of colors of lavenders, sage greens, coppers, and the main flower is going to be dahlias. I absolutely love dahlias. So that is going to be the most present flower that you'll see. Once the bridesmaids are finished walking down the aisle, the next two people to walk down will be my almost two-year-old nephew and my almost five-year-old niece. Now, they're really young. I think the almost five-year-old will do great. She likes being the center of attention. She loves dressing up and feeling like a princess. And she's definitely wearing a dress that makes her look like a princess. So I think she is going to do a phenomenal job. My nephew, on the other hand, who's almost two, he'll be two in October. That's a wild card. I don't really know what's going to happen there. So if he doesn't walk down the aisle, we have a backup plan. And that backup plan is to have my twin sister, who is his mom, push him in a push car down the aisle. So due to this being our backup plan, we purchased a super cute white Fiat, which kind of looks like a BMW, for him to go down the aisle with. And we might even put a little sign on the front that says, here comes the bride. I have no idea what's going to happen here, but regardless of what happens, I think it's going to be cute. He's a cute little kid. You never know what kids are going to do at weddings, so we'll just go with the flow. All right, so here is something that no one knows is happening as of right now other than my family. So here's a little secret for you guys. So everyone is down the aisle. The parents are down the aisle, the bridesmaids, the kids. So now it's my turn to walk down the aisle with my dad. Before I share with you exactly how we are going to walk down the aisle, I should give you a little bit of background information. My dad has a 1966 Corvette, and he's had this car for as long as I can remember, but I only ever remember riding in it one time, and it's when I was around 10 years old. He was a mechanic before becoming a maltster, which means he makes malt and sells it to breweries, and he still loves working on cars and tinkering with them. So years and years and years ago, honestly, probably... 20 years ago, he decided to totally take the car apart and then put it back together with its original parts. It has been a huge project and he officially completed the project this summer. So it has been off the road for over 20 years. He fixed it up. It looks spectacular. It means a lot to him. So the plan is that the car is going to be parked in the back behind the house. So no one will have seen it. He is going to be in the driver's seat and he's going to pick me up in the back of the house. Now, everyone has walked down the aisle in the front of the house and all of a sudden you're going to hear the engine rumble and we're going to drive down the driveway. People will see us as we're driving down and then he's going to turn onto the street and there is an opening on the street that leads to my parents' house. So he's going to stop right at that opening, open the door and help me get out of the car. And then we will walk down the aisle. It's going to be fashionable for sure. I'm a little nervous about it because again, I really don't like being the center of attention. And this is just one more thing that's for sure going to draw attention to me. But I just need to remember everyone's going to be looking anyways. Also, I'm slightly nervous about getting in and out of the car and what my dress will be doing in the car. I have not been in the car since it's back up and running, but I've heard it's very low to the ground. 
and very small. So I'm wondering how my dress will fit in, but these are just small details that will go smoothly, I'm sure, on the day of. So then we both walk down the aisle and we have our ceremony. Our officiant is a family member. It's my fiance's cousin's wife, and she has officiated one wedding before. So this will be her second. And we're not going to have any speakers. We just want it to be short and simple and intimate. So it'll probably be around a 15 to 20 minute ceremony. After that, the family will gather together to take whatever photos we didn't get to earlier, while the guests will walk over to the malt house, which is where the cocktail hour will be. The quartet will also be over there playing some classical and fun music. So the malt house is where my dad makes the malts and then he'll sell it to the breweries from there. So it's a really cool vibe. It's kind of industrial and we're going to have lots of appetizers and the bar will be open. So check out what we're going to have at our bar. There's going to be three main drinks. The first is our signature cocktail, which is a spiced cider mule. So this drink is vodka with apple cider and ginger beer. My fiance and I had it this past weekend just to make sure we actually liked the drink. And it was super tasty, very light and very fall-ish. So I'm really excited for people to have that cocktail. Then we have wine from Boston. You guys may or may not know this about me, but I lived in Boston for almost 10 years. I love it. It's like my second home. And I still travel there frequently to treat my Boston-based clients. Pre-COVID, I was flying to Boston from Buffalo every other weekend. After COVID, now I'll go about every six to eight weeks or so. But over the last year, every time I went to Boston, I would go to Trader Joe's and grab their wine. I don't know why. It's nothing special, but I love the wine at Trader Joe's. So I would grab tons of cases. And every time I came back from Boston, I would unload cases of wine from my car into my parents' barn, which is where we just stored a bunch of the wedding stuff. So the wine of choice is a few different selections of white wine and red wine from the Trader Joe's in Boston. And lastly, we're going to have a specialty craft beer. This is just the coolest thing. So because my dad is in the malting industry, he has lots of friends who are brewers, and we actually have a local brewery here in my hometown. So my dad made the malt and provided it to the local brewery, and they are making a specialty beer for us. So my fiance and I decided what types of flavors we wanted in there, what alcohol percent we wanted the beer to be, if we wanted a hazy beer, an IPA, what style, all those intricate details. And then the brewery made the beer for us. And I haven't tasted it yet. I don't think I will be able to taste it until the day of the wedding, but we got to pick the name of the beer. So we're calling the beer Together Forever, but it's spelled F-U-R-E-V-E-R. And my dad, months and months ago, asked me to give them a photo that they could use for the beer. And there was a photo taken during our engagement photo shoot of our two dogs, Finn and Stanley. And it is just the sweetest photo. They both have bow ties on. They're sitting up nice and tall in front of a classic old truck. I just love this photo so much. So I sent that photo to my dad. And it turns out, I just found this out a few days ago, they are going to be canning the beer and 
all of the guests at the wedding will receive a four pack of this beer of Together Forever with Stanley and Finn on the cover of it as one of the wedding favors. I cannot wait to see what it tastes like. I can't wait for the guests to see it. I'm really, really excited about this. The other wedding favor that we have is local maple syrup. So I have a friend that lives about an hour and a half from us, and she runs a farm with her family. And one of the things that they provide there is local maple syrup. So I ordered a bunch of bottles of maple syrup that come in the glass maple leaf jar. So that's going to be our other party favor, which I'm also really excited about. After the cocktail hour, the guests will move over to the barn. So the barn is probably a hundred feet away from where the cocktail hour is. So very close. And that is where the rest of the reception will be. This barn is a working barn. My parents still use this for their malting business, but they are clearing it out as much as possible for our wedding, which is going to be so exciting. Nothing like this has ever been in this barn. This barn is a place where we had chickens when I was younger, and I used to crawl up on this rickety ladder to get to the second floor to feed the chickens and grab the eggs. So it's got a lot of memories in there for me. And I'm excited to just add another memory. Just yesterday, my dad put up lighting in the barn. So one vibe that I wanted for the reception was a starry night and just lots of little lights. So he got bistro lighting and put it up all in the barn. And this is a huge barn. I don't know how much you guys know about barns, but it is a Wells barn and it's massive. And he sent me a picture of the lights. It looks gorgeous. I cannot wait to see it in person. I'll be going over there later today to see them. So there's going to be a lot of bistro lighting and even some Chinese lanterns hanging from the ceiling as well. The DJs will announce my new husband and I as the newlyweds, and we're going to get right into our first dance which is going to be a song called Two is Better Than One by Boys Like Girls featuring Taylor Swift. This is not a song that I've always wanted to have my first dance to. I never really envisioned the first dance and didn't know what I wanted to dance to. But my sister heard this song a few weeks ago and loved it. And she sent it to me and I loved it. So we're deciding to use this one. It's a really nice song. You should look it up if you haven't heard it. Then we'll be going right into the speeches. So the first speech will be the best man speech, which is my fiance's brother. And then both of my sisters will be giving a speech as well as co-maid of honors. So the first speech will be from my twin sister, Samantha. And then the second speech will be from my older sister, Jillian. And the final speech is going to be from my dad, who wants to give a little bit of a history on the barn and also the beer. From there, we're going to enjoy dinner, which I am obsessed with the caterer's food that we're going with. The three different options are going to be Jack Daniel's chicken, pistachio salmon, or vegetarian jambalaya. Honestly, I've tasted all three and they were so good. It was so hard to choose which way I wanted to go. So I did end up going with a chicken, but I placed an extra order for each of the meals so that I could try them the next day. After dinner, we're going to start the dancing. So my dad and I are going to have a father-daughter dance, and we're actually going to dance to three different songs mixed together in one. So the first is a slower waltz, and then the second one is a little more upbeat and fun, and then it ends with a slower song too. 
And then there's going to be the mother-son dance with my fiance and his mom. From there, my fiance and I, or actually he'll be my husband at this time, will be cutting our pie. So we are not having a wedding cake, but instead we're having a ton of different desserts at the dessert table, which I'm very excited for. And we have my future mother-in-law making us a homemade apple pie. She makes the best pies and my fiance isn't really a cake person. I do like cake, don't get me wrong, but I don't have any emotional attachment to having a wedding cake at my wedding. So we're going with a pie. So we're going to cut the pie and then the dance floor will open up to everyone. However, one thing that has happened at almost every wedding I've been to is people don't come up to the dance floor right away and you just wait for someone who is bold enough to be the first people out there and then slowly other people trickle in. So we've got a plan. We are going to have our DJs announce that the bride and groom would like to take a photo on the dance floor with everyone there. So we're going to wait for everyone to come up to the dance floor and our photographer is going to hop on a ladder and get an aerial view of all of us on the dance floor. Then as soon as she's done taking the photo, the DJs are going to play a song. I'm not sure which song yet, but it's classic song that everyone loves dancing to. And since everyone is already on the dance floor, we're hoping that everyone will just start dancing right away there. Hopefully people will dance the night away. And at some point we are going to step out of the barn to take a photo with sparklers. One photo that I've seen a few of my friends do on their wedding day that I absolutely love is having their wedding party hold up sparklers and then the bride and groom are running underneath them. I have no idea how this is actually going to turn out in real life, but in my mind, it's going to be a really cute photo. So we're going to step outside for a few minutes to take sparklers photos and then continue on with the night. And that's a wrap for the wedding. We leave for our honeymoon a week and a half after. And I am normally a big planner. The honeymoon at this point where I am recording this episode is about three and a half weeks away. And we only have our flights planned. And just last night we booked a car, a rental car. So nothing else is planned. We have no hotel rooms, no Airbnbs, no tours planned. So part of me is freaking out, but another part of me feels like we have some time, we'll get it done. And either way, it'll be a blast. I keep getting a question this week specifically of how am I feeling? How's everything going? And everything's going really well. I do feel very scattered. There are so many parts to a wedding. And one thing that I actually forgot to share with you is that we did hire a wedding planner who, I'll be honest, was not the most communicative. She wasn't the best, but she was around. However, about two weeks ago, she bailed on us. She said that she was not going to be around the day of our wedding. So she did find us a backup planner for the day of coordination, but the backup planner has not been in the wedding industry in over 10 years. She currently is a manager of a bank, and we just didn't have much confidence that she would be able to help us in all the different areas with so many moving pieces of a home wedding. So fortunately, after scouring social media, I found an amazing day of coordinator who's going to replace her, and we feel really confident with her. So once we found her, I calmed down a little bit more, but there's still just so many moving pieces that I never even thought about things like 
What cups do we want to use for the bar? What napkins are we going to use? My mom actually found really cute napkins on Etsy where they have five fun facts about the bride and groom. So we got those for our dessert table. And then she found other ones for the bar that say, don't take my drink. I'm on the dance floor. So we do have some fun napkins. We have purchased the sparklers, but I need to purchase some lighters so that we can light the sparklers, which is very important. We also just got our marriage license paperwork yesterday. So next week we are going to submit that. I'm not even sure what that entails, but we're going to give our marriage paperwork to someone. We still need to work on a few signs so that people know where to go. And we're going to have our menus for the bar as well as for dinner on the tables and the bar. So we still need to do that. We just purchased the table numbers, so that can be crossed off my list. And one thing that I have not started yet, simply because I haven't had time, but I'm really excited to do, is make a welcome basket for anyone staying in the hotel. We have several out-of-town guests coming, so I would love to make a little goodie bag for each person coming in from out of town with some local favorites of mine. We have toyed back and forth with the idea of having something fun for our guests, like a photo booth or Polaroid cameras. But honestly, it's just been so much planning that it's fallen in the back of our minds and it's no longer priorities. So I don't think we're going to end up doing anything like that. I think people will have fun either way. I believe that wraps it up. I cannot wait to share an update with you guys on how it actually all went how some of these things may have happened perfectly and others not so perfectly. I think whatever happens, it's going to be beautiful. And I am so, so excited. Also, I don't know if my parents listen to every podcast episode of mine, but a huge shout out to them. They are putting in so much work to help this wedding go so smoothly and get the barn ready, get their house ready. They have been working nonstop endless hours every day for months. So a huge shout out to them. I will be sharing a lot of that day in my Instagram stories. I have my twin sister and also my employee, who's one of my best friends, is in my wedding. So those two people are going to be in control of my Instagram that day. And they're going to be sharing some pictures and behind the scenes videos. So if you're not already following me, go ahead and follow me. My Instagram handle is at dr.gretchen. And it's all spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R dot G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N. Thanks so much for tuning in today. The next time I talk to you guys, I will be a married woman. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast. <laughs>